Welcome back to Moms in Baseball. This is episode 56, and I'm Stephanie. And I'm Diana. Today we are discussing wiffle ball. It is not just a game for toddlers. Youth baseball players play it during any downtime at tournament weekends, hanging out at friends' house, and sometimes coaches use it as a way to have fun and as a team-building exercise. So wiffle balls had a lot of love in our past episodes. If you're a regular listener, it's something that we talk about a lot because we think that it's something that's really important for kids to have fun playing baseball, to have you know child-directed play. And in my own personal opinion, I think that it is actually really, really helpful with like hand-eye coordination because I've noticed in my own kids once wiffle ball season starts aka summer break (laughs) I feel like their at-bats are so much better in games than they are uh, before wiffle ball season starts so we're going to talk a little bit about backyard wiffle ball and kind of compare that to major league wiffle ball and today we're super excited to finally have our oldest sons join us as guests They recently competed in a major league wiffle ball tournament and are going to be our experts on today's show. We have Xander, Diana's son, who is 13 and has been playing travel ball for six years. Welcome, Xander. Hello. And we also have Keegan, Stephanie's son, who is also 13 and has been playing travel baseball for five years. Welcome, Keegan. Hello. So, Keegan, can you tell us about the MLW? Because it sounds made up. Uh. The MLW was established in 2009. Uh, They were located out of Brighton, Michigan. Their league consists of eight teams, the Coastal Cobras, Midwest Mallards, Downtown Diamondbacks, Pacific Predators, Western Wildcats, Eastern Eagles, Great Lakes Gators, Metro Magic. They are also on YouTube, and I think they have somewhere near like 150,000 subscribers on there. Uh, They're one of the most watched wiffle ball leagues in the world. And how did you find out about them? Ooh, I I think I was just on YouTube one day and I <laughs> looked up Wiffle Ball and I kind of just found them. But you follow them pretty closely on YouTube though, don't you? Yeah, I do. I've watched pretty much every single series this year. So well, I think that and Instagram too, right? Yeah, follow Instagram, them on Instagram. Too, yeah. Of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Xander, can you talk a little bit about the MLW and how it's played? Like what some of our the league rules? Yeah, so you have a pitcher and three, I think, no, two fielders. And then it's the same as baseball with three strikes, four balls, three outs. But instead of uh, getting hit by pitch, you don't take your base. It just counts as a ball. And uh, in wiffle ball, it's pretty cool. You don't have an umpire. You just have a strike zone. And every time it hits that, it's a strike. And if not, it's obviously a ball. And you can throw it about 73 miles an hour. Anything higher, it'll be like an automatic ball, but you get a warning or two. Uh, there's four innings. So in in their MLW tournaments, they play peg? Yes, there's peg. Oh, you can still peg. Not in the tournaments, because uh, the tournaments are no base runners, but they do in their league. Oh. Because that's when they have, in their leagues, they do base running, but in the tournaments, they don't. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Nice. Yep. Keegan, can you tell us what the field looks like? Uh, it is super narrow. It's a lot smaller than what you would think it would be. Can you talk about the tournament field and how that might be different than the league field if they've got ghost runners? Uh, so the, the tournament fields, they have lines for singles, doubles, and then in the air, and it hits the fence, it's a triple, and then obviously over the fence, a home run. Um, they usually have for the pitching mound like a, a rectangle, both feet had to start inside the box, but you could finish with one outside the box. Okay. 
I noticed the thing that surprised me. It may not have been as far as it seemed, but it surprised me when we watched a tournament how far away the pitching mound was from the strike zone. I don't know if that's something you guys were prepared for, but it's it's not as easy to throw a strike like in a backyard wiffle ball when they're just standing like 40 feet away. Yeah. How far away is it, Keegan? I, th- I remember reading it. Uh, 38 feet. Okay. 38 feet. So that's crazy to me because I would have sworn it was 60 feet, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess it's only four- 38 feet. So it is only well, 40 feet away. <laughs> right. When you think about throwing this very lightweight ball, like, yeah, I guess that that is a pretty far distance when you think about it. Yeah. Absolutely. And to what Xander said earlier, I can't imagine it's very easy to throw a wiffle ball over 73 miles an hour. Like, I can't imagine there's many people that can do that. There is another league, but we'll talk about that later. So, Xander, what kind of equipment would you need to play the MLW style wiffle ball? Well, it's pretty easy. You just need a strike zone, which is basically PVC pipes. And uh, you can find specs online. It's pretty easy to make. His dad made one in like, I don't know, half an hour. So and he's not the most crafty person in the world. (laughs) So it's not difficult to make one. And so what else do you need? Well, you need some wiffle balls for the MLW. They use the half hole ones. And then you need a bat. It's pretty uh, narrow bat and kind of long. And it normally has some like tape around it to get add some weight. And you just need a fence. Or some sort of boundary, right? Yeah, something so you know you hit a home run or not. We can link in the show notes to the specific bats, um, but if you just type, I noticed today, if you just type in Google MLW wiffle ball bat, it'll pull up the like long, skinny official bats that they use for that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because it's not like the old toddler bats, like those giant, big, fat ones. Like, yeah, no, they're very specific. Yeah, and they're a lot sturdier. They're not going to break the first time uh, a teenager hits a wiffle ball with it. So that's what I've appreciated about them. So, Keegan, uh, Xander kind of already alluded to this, but what are some tricks to the game for, like, what do people do to kind of, like, doctor up their equipment a bit in wiffle ball? Uh, well, one thing that usually they do, uh, they scuff the balls. So if you take like a fresh ball out of the, the box, you will like scrape it up against the concrete to get like the rigid feeling on it. And it gives the ball, I guess, better movement and like a better grip. And then as far as the bat, uh, they usually, as Xander said, put the tape around the barrel of the bat, uh, get some kind of grip tape or something to, you know, get a better grip on it, better weight. So scuffing the ball, it's almost like they're equivalent to like spider tack, right? Like it just gives them better grips. Pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) Okay. I like that. I like that. But it's all legal. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it's just a matter of time before they would get scuffed up anyway, maybe. I don't know. Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just silly plastic, right? So let's talk about the tournament. So you guys recently played in the Wiffle in the Mitten at the Legacy Center in Brighton, Michigan. Who was the one that looked into this and kind of came up with this team idea? Well, I was the one that looked into this because I, I was on Instagram and then I kind of saw their little post, MLW Wiffle Ball, Wiffle in the Mitten. And I thought, oh, wow, this is actually a cool idea. I might as well get some friends together because this isn't the first time that I've I've seen them do uh, years before. So I thought it was kind of cool. And then we came up with a team because our fall ball team name was the Lemons. So we just stuck with that because we wouldn't have to make any jerseys or anything. So, yeah. Right. That was pretty smart. It's kind of a, a nice name anyway for a wiffle ball team. Right? Mm-hmm. Totally. And the cost was $130 to register your team. So how did the tournament work, Keegan? 
Uh, so pretty much they had all the teams in the dome. There were three age divisions, uh, 10 to 12, 13 to 15, and then 16 plus. There were 21 teams in our age division. Uh, the 16 plus age division had their own teams compete in their uh, in their own tournament. So that was pretty cool to see that. And then pretty much you had two pool games on Saturday and then you had your bracket play on Sunday. There was a time limit of 50 minutes. You played four innings. You had three players on the field, but you could bat four. And then there were always ghost runners because, as I said before, that there was no base running. That's right. Okay. Right. Keegan mentioned that the 16 and over had some teams from the MLW League. And I only went to watch them play this on Saturday. But when I went in, first of all, there were two things that I found nice. One was... Um, they did not charge an entry fee, so I was so oh, happy about that because I already felt ridiculous paying money to go like do a wiffle ball tournament and travel for that. But I noticed they were selling apparel. You know, of course, we had to go buy our, what was this called? Wiffle in the Mitten. Wiffle in the Mitten. Yeah, I had to buy the, the Wiffle in the Mitten t-shirt. But they were selling socks and towels. And I noticed the lady at the table was trying to, like, sell the towel. And she's like, if you get the towel, that's really great for autographs. And I was like, what? We're at a wiffle ball tournament. Like, what do you mean it's great for autographs? I didn't realize that these MLW players had this huge following. And like Keegan, I don't know about Xander, but Keegan and Xander knew knew a bunch of these guys, right? And we're getting, I mean, I don't know if you guys did, but getting their autographs is a big deal, right? Did you? Mm-hmm. No, I, no, I didn't. Oh. Did you, Xander? No. But they still knew who they oh, were, man. and they were like, oh, I know that oh, team, yeah. and I know that, you know. I mean, all the kids there, they were, it was that's kind of cool. like a little wow factor to our kids. You know, YouTube is, that's where their celebrities live, and it was no different with the Absolutely. MLW tournament. Absolutely. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. Xander, could you tell me a little bit about how your team did at the tournament? We went one-on-one in pool play, and... Uh, how did those games go? Well, the game that we lost, we walked like 20 people and that's how we lost <laughs> and that's when you guys were still trying to figure out how to throw strikes in a wiffle ball tournament and what about the game that you won the game that we won we actually got a uh, no hit but we won eight to zero because they just kept walking us in yeah i can tell you as a spectator it was basically the same game twice but the first game we were the ones walking everybody and then yeah. the second game we were getting walks so there were not many hits there were lots of walks and lots of strikeouts and i thought well this is a really boring sport to watch but it sounds like Sunday went much better. Um, Keegan, do you want to talk about your Sunday bracket game a little bit? Well, we lost, but our hitting was a lot better that game. We were hitting the ball. We were seeing the ball a lot better. Uh, We were throwing a lot more strikes than we were on Saturday, but we ended up losing because they hit the ball better than we did, and that's pretty much how the game ended. And I did not realize this until after the tournament, and a a friend had mentioned it, that it was another team from our local area, from Bay City, that ended up winning your guys' age division, the Bay City Bonecrackers. So shout out to them and MidMichigan Baseball slash Wiffleball, as always. Um, My understanding is they've done a few of these Wiffleball tournaments and are quite the little competitive Wiffleball team, so... Yeah, right? Good for them. So looking back, Keegan, is there anything that you would have changed or you would have done different as your captain? (laughs) As the team manager. There you go. As the team manager, Xander. Yep. I don't know if there was much that I would have changed, but pitching-wise, probably throw a lot more strikes. That's (laughs) probably the big part of it. 
What about practice? Do you feel like you guys were fully prepared and ready to go for this? No, not even a little. <laughs> right. We only had like two practices. Yeah. Three. And two. you didn't yeah. really know what you were doing. But now you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all a learning experience. Good job. Would you play in another MLW tournament again? Or do you guys have any plans to do it again? Uh, I think for sure that I'm all in for it. Uh, we're probably going to do Wiffle in the Mint next year. I think that would probably be one of our plans to do because, I mean, we had a good time this year. Even though we lost two games, I think it was still a really cool experience that we had. So, What do you think, Xander? Would you do it again? Oh, yeah, I'd do that again, especially now that I know what I'm doing. What, talk a little bit about what you did when you came home from bracket play on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Right after that, I bought a bat, tons of balls, and I made a wiffle ball field. Yeah, he got the lawnmower out and cut the grass in the backyard super short. Uh, we have a old electric, like, portable fence from back when we raised chickens, and he went and stuck oh. that up. Obviously not plugged in, but that set up <laughs> as the, you know, home run fence, and we've got a full-on wiffle ball field in the backyard now, so he is all in with wiffle ball right now. I like that. That's good. More practice. So I also just want to like to mention there are other wiffle ball organizations out there. Just to mention a few, the Palisades Wiffle Ball League. And that's the one that Keegan and I were just kind of laughing at because there is a player there that threw 90 mile per hour wiffle ball. Like, and that is How is that bizarre. even possible? Like, right? How was that happen? Did you see it? I, I did. I did see you that. You saw the video? Like, how mm-hmm. hard would he throw a baseball? Like, that just seems right? easy. <laughs> Right? That is bizarre. There's also Golden Stick Wiffle and the AWA Wiffle. So those are just to mention a few. But yeah, so there are lots of different uh, Wiffle Ball organizations out there as well. So Xander, what is your favorite thing about Wiffle Ball compared to baseball? Well, I like how fast-paced it is, and I love playing with and against my friends because it gets very competitive. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. How about you, Keegan? Uh, I, I enjoy it because I feel like some of the pitches that you can throw in wiffle ball are like nowhere near as close as like nastiness, I guess, as baseball. So you like the different pitches you can throw with a wiffle ball, basically? Yeah. Yeah, they can get some funky ones. Yeah. I, I think the best part is that you can play it almost anywhere. Like I know you guys have kind of grown up on tournament weekends playing in hotel parking lots or tiny little grassy areas if you can find one and it's super cheap the only bare minimum is i guess some wiffle balls and a bat you can make do with with nothing else uh absolutely strike zone is brilliant because it cuts down so much on the bickering i have noticed in my own experience so that is nice um and you don't need many players like our kids will go play with even sometimes with just the boys xander and his brother um or if they've got they each have a friend over they've had some epic tournaments you know with two-person teams so for that reason we love wiffle ball but i'm gonna kind of throw a little plug out here for a future episode that we're hoping to do very soon and there are some concerns about the fact that wiffle ball may potentially not be super great for kids arms especially if they're out there throwing 73 mile per hour nasty pitches (laughs) and this is something that they're doing you know on every night and every weekend So a a group of individuals have come up with another sport that's very similar to like a baseball wiffle ball hybrid, but it does use a ball that is the exact same weight and shape as a baseball. And they figured out a way to do this in a small area and safely. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, I'm intrigued now. (laughs) 
So Xander, I've also heard about this special wiffle ball game that you and another friend invented. Now I need to hear more details about it. So spill. It's, it's basically wiffle ball at night. We just um, we put glow sticks and basically everything like around the bat and the balls on the bases so that you can just play wiffle ball at night. Yep. And you have no problem seeing them then, like pegging your the kids on bases. You have no problem hitting them, right? Yeah, we also have a... a a spotlight yeah yeah they've done it with and without i would say they probably do have some difficulties but it just adds to the challenge of the game (laughs) i bet just from experience as an observer right and what do you guys call this sport global global yes oh there you go you need to create it and xander and keegan have recently started instagram accounts or at least baseball instagram accounts if anyone has interest in following them what are your instagram handles uh keegan what's yours uh keegan underscore m dot one five so keegan is spelled k-e-e-g-a-n and then say that again sorry correct uh keegan underscore m dot one five Okay, and then Xander's. Mine is xgrace underscore six. There you go. All right. Xander and Keegan, thanks so much for taking uh, your time and talking with us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. In the meantime, keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Moms and Baseball. You can also join our Facebook group, Parents and Baseball. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit the subscribe or for the Apple users, just follow us and you can share it with all your baseball friends as well. Until then, have fun at the fields. We'll see you next week. like the kids playing because it's something that they can do anywhere and they can there's no room for my legs just sit still for two more minutes that's not happening Ah! (laughs) i hope this makes it on (laughs) if i keep messing up with bond stop thank you xander not welcome mom I'm kidding, Mom. It was a pleasure to be on your podcast. Thank you, sweetie. You're going to be a regular now.